Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 12th episode of Gen Divide. I'm Grace. And I'm Scott. We wanted to start this episode with a quick little story time about our recent run-in with the coronavirus. Yeah, Grace. So the coronavirus really finally had a real impact on us as far as impacting. I mean, it was already Mm -hmm. impacting our daily lives. Obviously, it shut down school, shut down my business for a little while, or at least decreased it. Uh, and has really impacted us. I shouldn't say it yeah. that way, but I mean, I'm talking about in terms of um, we were worried we might have to go get tested. Yeah. We were this close, Grace, to them sticking two spoons up our nostrils. That is to not. To scoop part of our that's brain not how out. They do it. I don't know. You could ask Colby. So right. what happened was last week uh, at work at Ink and Stitch in downtown Bridgeport, we had a customer come in, and they interacted with Colby, my business partner. Uh, they were in the store, um, again, in close proximity with Colby more than anything, though. Yes. Uh, the next day, they found out that they tested positive for COVID-19, the coronavirus. So we didn't find out about that, though. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, customer forgot about their interaction at Ink and Stitch, uh, so we didn't find out about it till like Tuesday morning and really only found out about it because Colby started sleuthing like he often does He turned into <laughs> investigative oh. breaking news reporter Colby and he started calling around. But anyways, he found out that <laughs> the guy did have it and then confirmed like, hey, buddy, you were in here last week. Wow. And so anyways, Colby went and got tested Tuesday. And that led to everyone at Ink and Stitch that works there uh, to kind of doing a stutter step, like, you know, what's going on? Yeah. What do we need to do? And I actually called the testing center in, on Tuesday and said, mm-hmm. I'd like to be tested as well, because then I had been around Colby, right? Yes. And they told me, you know, if you're not having any symptoms and you weren't like within six feet of Colby for more than 10 minutes, at any given time, which we probably weren't, or at least, you know, even directly looking or talking to each other or whatever at that closer proximity than not to get tested. So that led to us locking the door at Ink and Stitch again, uh, going back to curbside service. We essentially set off Lysol bombs inside of Ink and Stitch to (laughs) disinfect everything. Um, We haven't told Colby yet, but we absolutely soaked his desk and everything on it with uh, disinfectant. Um, and I hope that didn't ruin anything. I hope it didn't. I don't think it did. But um, nonetheless, he found out today he was negative, so no coronavirus for him. Everyone took a big sigh of relief at work today. Uh, Karen and I had quit going to work out the last two days. We didn't go work out because we didn't want... You know, just the idea of, yeah, and it gets in your head so much, you know, like all I could think about was we were around grandpa, grandma and grandpa this last weekend. Uh, We were around uh, Alan Green, former guest of the uh, Gen Divide Mm -hmm. podcast this last weekend and his family. So it really just starts running rampant in your head. This whole time, though, I'm feeling 100 percent, but. Yeah. You also hear about people that are like that, asymptomatic, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Where they don't until, ever feel it. Or until mm-hmm. what? Do they eventually feel it then? I, mm, maybe. I bet some people, like, 
have and don't have symptoms for yeah. a while. And that that's that's quite possible. So all that's running through my head, but it it made for a pretty hectic 48 hours or so and it was a big sigh of relief when he called. He called around lunch today and just said, "Hey, I just got my stuff back. I don't have it." Uh and even with that, I said, "Hey, look, it, you know, you're still exposed." Uh, don't show up. Don't come back. <laughs> Let's give it till Monday at this point. Enjoy your Friday at home. Because I'm sure it was really stressful on him, too, you know. Yes. Um, and it would have been even more stressful on the customer, I think, you know, if, had mm-hmm. they known that we're going through all this headache and, and heartache, really, because of it. But nonetheless, I thought it was interesting because, again, it the the virus has impacted our lives big time. I would say it has yes. gotten everybody to some degree, but it was the first time where there was this scare like, oh, man, I might have it. Mm-hmm. Or I could have. And if you had it, then guess who else had it? You. Me. Yeah. Potentially the end of the Gen Divide podcast. Oh, gosh. The 11th and f- final episode. Oh, no. <laughs> We'd had to go rename it the final episode. <laughs> Oh, and then think about our mics. Our mics would just be covered in it because we've got these mics that we essentially have to be within one inch of. It's covered. So that we sound amazing. Maybe like um, at least when we have guests, we should clean all of the mics. That's a really good point. Just anyways. Well, and it would be pretty easy. But uh, yeah, we've only we'll yeah. we'll do this because our next episode is going to be with a guest. Yay! So in case he listens to this. We, we will, will clean we'll the clean pop it. filter and the mic. <laughs> We're going to disinfect everything for you, friends. So, and more on that, we'll kind of talk about our our uh, next few episodes towards the end of this mm-hmm. one. But Grace, today is the one where they talked about friends. Right? Yep, and this will be a good one. We will be covering the hit TV show Friends, which is relevant because it was something going on and happening. Well. You were about my age, Dad, and it has been gifted a second life now by Netflix, where a lot of people in my generation have seen it now, too. We got this idea from my other podcast, Headcanon and Loose Cannons, where me and my sister Dylan discuss and break down the personalities and behaviors of various fictional characters, and right now we are in the middle of a two-part series on Friends. Last week we covered Rachel, Monica, and Phoebe, and this week we will release an episode about Joey, Chandler, and Ross. So yesterday we took to social media to ask all the millions of our listeners about their opinions on Friends. (laughs) Yeah. So if you don't want to miss out, you want to be a part of that next time, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gen Divide Podcast and like the Facebook page. Is that how Facebook? I guess you would say like, follow. Is that how? I think that's how Facebook works. Yeah, it is. It's not an at Gen Divide Podcast, but if you just go search Gen Divide Podcast, you'll find it. Okay. So I think I will start by reading you from some of the statistics. Statistics from the polls that I put on our Instagram stories, awesome. and you can read me some of the things you got from Facebook. Okay, so we want to set this up with what the questions were. Like, what did you ask on Instagram? And then I'll tell you. I, what I asked, asked who their favorite friend was, how many times they've watched it, their favorite moment, um, and their least favorite friend. Okay. Oh, and I also asked who they sided with in the "we were on a break" argument. Ooh. Okay. Those are all really good questions. I only, I asked who was your favorite friend, least favorite, and favorite episode or moment. And then I said comment with anything you want friends related. 
I will say um, I have not looked at the Instagram results, but I kind of see the volume of them coming through. <laughs> yes. And I will say that our Instagram following is much stronger than our Facebook following. And right I wonder now. why. There are because five, I'm running it? <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> there are five comments on the uh, Facebook, and, and I know we're not going into all that now, but... And really, there's only three because actually there's only two because the rest of them are by the same person or in response to that person. So how do you want to start this? You want to go with the Instagram results first? Sure, I will. Let's do it. Okay, so favorite friend. I'll read you these in the order. So we had 24 people that answered on the very first poll, which was just have you watched friends? And or I don't know. We had 27, I think, and 24 people said they had. So that's about the numbers we're looking at here. Um, but not all of them answered every question. Did, so. Have you? All right. So have you totaled it? Have you told them? Okay, yes. Okay. So I don't need to try and keep up with this as we go. No. All right. Okay. So in order from least. Least favorite we're going to start with. Yes. Well, it's not necessarily least favorite, just not anyone's favorite. Okay. So you're going to start with who's your favorite? Oh, my favorite? No, no, no. Who's the favorite? Who's the favorite? That's the question. Okay. Okay. So favorite friend, Ross lost with zero votes. He got no votes. That's crazy. Phoebe and Monica tied for next to last with one vote each. And I'll say... Monica, she only got her one vote, and that was just from like 10 or 20 minutes ago. Okay. Because I checked it one last time, and someone saved Monica Ooh, from the embarrassment of right having zero. Who, do you know who it was without having to dig too hard? Don't worry about it. No, I was going to say, know. that person gets a shot, uh, should get a shout out. What is the name of the actress that played Monica? Um, Courtney Cox. Courtney right? Cox should personally thank that person for yes. making sure she didn't end up tied with her brother for last place. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Third was Rachel with five. Second was Chandler with six. And in first place was Joey with 11. 11. I, I bet know. that was shocking to you. It was a little shocking. It had to but have been because I, don't know. I, I think I've heard you say he's in your bottom two. No? No, no. He's not in my bottom two. He's in the middle two probably. Middle two. Okay. But... Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I don't know. I know I who, was expecting Chandler and maybe just Chandler I was expecting. So were you <laughs> expecting everyone to have the same viewpoint as you? Well, not necessarily, <laughs> but like, what? I don't know. I just felt like Chandler would be everyone's favorite because he's so funny. Yeah, no, I agree. I, but I get that. But it was interesting today. Uh, I was talking with Karen, you know, Karen, and uh, I said, hey, Karen, did you do the Instagram story? Did you reply to that? And she said, yes. And I was like, let me guess who your favorite. No, no, I I don't even think I guessed. But basically her favorite friend was Phoebe. She was the one. She was the one Phoebe. (laughs) And I said, that's Grace's least favorite friend. And then she's like, yeah, my one, too, would go Phoebe Joey. And I was like, what? Oh, wow. Was, and at that point, I, mean, I thought those were your bottom two. I kind of get it. Um, Joey, Joey's pretty lovable. I think they're both great. I do think all six of them, uh, the show doesn't work without all of them, I think. You think? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> okay. All right. 
So the landslide winner in this deal, like you can take second and third place, add them up, and they just tie first. Yeah. Is Joey with 11 and Chandler six, Rachel five. That's, uh, what was your answer? Mm -hmm. Your answer is Chandler. Chandler, and that's my answer too. Yes. I think I answered. My answer is counted in this. Yeah. Is mine? No. No? Because you didn't answer on the Instagram. Okay. Sorry. Uh, then mine would be Chandler. So we would bump okay. it up to seven. Or I would. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next question. Or do you want me okay. to tell you the feedback I got on Facebook right, with that yeah. same question? Go ahead. I got one. One person answered <laughs> that question. And it was uh, Annalisa Elledge. And she said emphatically, Joey. Oh, and then she put the Joey. she put the little gift that is Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and no that, wonder he got his own spinoff. And, well, and that sent a <laughs> into the responses of uh, someone. Your your aunt commented. Uh, Shelly commented with that is a great one. And then your cousin Kathleen said, "My favorite." Kathleen doesn't share food is what I tell people now, <laughs> I know. which that's always yes. one of my favorite things too. And I've always 100% agreed mm -hmm. with Joey and that this, you don't share food, especially now Corona everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can use Corona as my excuse. excuse Bottom now? line is I want that eat. way you don't have I to want say all my food. <laughs> that way you don't have to say you don't have to talk to yourself about yeah. yourself in third person. Exactly. Yes. All right, what was the next question? How many times have they watched it? So I divided this into three categories. And the first one is I just said too many, which is where they either wrote a number that was like too big that I thought like they were just kind of like they didn't really know. So they are just saying so many because they don't even keep count. Yeah. So seven people I put into the too many category. Ooh. Okay. And then the next one is two through any number I thought sounded like it was right. Like, I think the biggest number in this one was 20-ish. That 20? Might, that could have been in the too many category. But See, I wonder if they're thinking 20 episodes. I don't think so. You think 20 times I through? I said how many times? <laughs> okay. okay. And so how many people fell in that category? Eight. Eight. And then less than two? Was also eight. Also eight. Well, I got a response when I shared the Instagram story with someone that said, I took it, but I'd never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got another one that said, sorry, never watched it. And I just thought, what do you mean? You've never watched it. Where are you? They're in the less than two Where category. Where do you live? Oh my gosh. I don't know. That was <laughs> that was befuddling to me. Um, so the winner, so it was the tie eight eight, and what was the too many? How many? Seven. Seven. So everybody, that's pretty evenly yeah. distributed. Uh, what about you? How many times you've seen it twice through? Yeah, plus I'm just random it's episodes two, yeah, here and there. Two so or two three. plus. Yeah. yeah, I would say I'm just one ahead of you, and maybe not even that because my first time through. I jumped in somewhere around season five, probably, and started paying attention oh. to it. Before that, I just watched randomly. You know, mm -hmm. like I'd see, if there were 20 episodes in a season, I might see five oh, every other okay. year. So. Okay. 
Um, I think I'm going to save the favorite moments for later. I love and it. And read those. So now as the least favorite friend, do you want to guess who got the most votes for this? Well, I guess if we were going to look at the favorite friends, I would say Ross is everyone's least favorite. That's correct. Ooh, how me, many votes did he get on? Let me read it to you. Yeah, please do. Okay. So one person said Rachel. Two people said Monica and two people said Chandler. Um, three people said Phoebe. And I will say that someone's little comment in there, our movie genius Derek, I'll yeah. just go ahead and call him out. Yes. He was just begging us not to wrong Phoebe and having have her be the least favorite. Yes. But she was, I mean, she was the second least favorite, but... No. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I got you. But she got out with pretty safe. Ross had eight. Eight? And and Joey had zero? Oh, sorry. Joey had two as well with Joey. Chandler and So Monica. everybody got at least one vote on the Correct. least favorite. Yes. Ross got no votes on the favorite. So Ross is clearly... They don't like Man, it. Man, that is something. I, I I think he'd be in my mm-hmm. bottom two, maybe. I don't know. I love mm-hmm. them all. I thought people would like Monica more than Rachel. I thought Rachel was going to be more people's least favorite. And I'm pretty sure the same girl that slid in and said that Monica was her favorite was the one who said Rachel was her least favorite, if okay. I'm not mistaken. She slid in. I like the way your, your science <laughs> She's bar- She barely scraped by <laughs> okay. and got in here. I love it. Um <laughs> Well, no, I, all right. So how would you answer that question or how did you answer it? Least favorite. We know you and Karen are going to have to have a cage match. Phoebe. Phoebe. All right. You want to know who I would say as my least favorite? All right. Let's hear it. Phoebe. It would be. Again, I like them all and I want to completely (laughs) defend that Phoebe is very important to the show, but, uh, just, I guess there's more moments. If there were any moments at all throughout all of it where I was kind of like, uh. That didn't land. You know what I mean? What didn't land? I don't know. Just like a joke or something funny that she was supposed yes, to have. Yes, bingo. Yeah, that's what I mean. I thought you were saying my whatever I was saying didn't land. I was oh. like, not a <laughs> no. joke yet. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it was like that. It just didn't, sometimes it didn't jive with what I thought yeah. should be happening. But at the same time, that's kind of the necessary character, I guess. So I get it. Interesting results. Was there another question we're going to talk about now or we're going to share the moments for later? Mm, there isn't one more. Okay. The Their opinions on we were on a break. Yes. I bet so, I can guess the answer. I think I can okay. guess the... Well, I was going to say if we look at the fact that everyone hates Ross, <laughs> 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 then I'm going to guess... They said, oh, man, no, I don't think so. I think they're going to say Ross was in the right. Right? Doesn't everyone think I that? I mean, well, you'd be surprised. Okay, Let's see. give it to me. On this one, I just asked who was right and put right in quotations because neither of them were really like right or wrong. It was just like they had different perceptions of what that meant. Maybe yes. they should have talked about it before that break started sure so i i mean both of those are like reasonable things to think so neither one of them are wrong but our audience 
gave Ross 16 votes and Rachel 7. Ooh. I think that is, mm-hmm. I mean, again, where, where do you fall on that? Ross. Yeah, Ross too. Uh, again, what Ross did was a little extreme and a little, I mean, I could see, like, even then, like, slow your roll here, you know, don't fall mm-hmm. into that situation quite yet, you know, especially since he was, you know, proclaiming his love for Rachel. It wasn't like they were just, in his eyes, you know, something mm-hmm. that flamed off, don't you think? He was very much yes. still in love with her when that happened, so don't fall into that trap, but at the same time, it was over, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, apologetic about it. And one of the big things when I say I didn't like Ross and Rachel together. Yeah. Just like uh, everything. It's like they were. I just didn't. It was just terrible. constant conflict. Constant. I know. Fighting it was terrible. It was I, I didn't. Under, why do people like them? I, I don't know. Well, uh, good results there. Very good results. Mm-hmm. So let's let's. Um, you know, I, and I think most people listening to this episode probably have watched it. Yep. And I don't think we need to give the uh warning you know <laughs> that spo- we gave with do the right thing <laughs> like where, hey you need to go watch it. Yeah. Because this would take quite some time to watch, Grace. Yeah. There's ten they, seasons. Probably just forget about this episode. They would completely probably forget about us and they'd never come no. back. So I'm assuming most people have probably watched it. But if not, uh you know, it's ten seasons long. Went from nineteen ninety four it started September 1994. That was the beginning of my senior year in high school. And you were about to begin your senior year in high school. So going oh back to how this ties in is very relevant. I can remember it early on. But again, I, I don't know that I watched a whole lot of sitcom television mm-hmm. at that point in my life. But if it was on or at a friend's house, and several of my friends were big big fans of it, right off the bat, and I can remember it being on and, and catching episodes here and there and, and being very aware of the show and understanding what it was all about. And then it was really probably about three or four years after that, so that's why I say around four, season mm-hmm. four or five, I started dating the great Amy Heiler, formerly Amy French, the love of my life. And um, mm-hmm. she watched it, and her and her roommates watched it pretty religiously religiously yeah Yeah. and uh that was kind of my experience with it and then after we got married and i got my first job and i think i've told you about this before but a good friend of mine that i worked with at fidelity would come over every thursday night and we would watch friends as well as all the other thursday night television Mm -hmm. shows together and that was in like 2001 somewhere between 2000 and actually yeah 2000 to 2002 right before you were born that same friend is the one that brought the camera to the <gasps> hospital when you were born. Right, I've heard this Jeff story. Martin. I don't even know if Jeff knows that we have this podcast. I sent him a picture <laughs> of you the other day sitting at the uh, table with the mic in front of you. But I don't know that he understood what was going on. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, shout out to Jeff for not only watching Friends with me and Amy back in the day, but... Getting the camera to us. Otherwise, we'd have no records of your birth. Wow. Thanks, we Jeff. We need that. Say thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> All right. So I'm not even going to go over the premise of the show in any detail more than 
it's basically about six friends that are very close that and how their lives are intersecting and the things that are going on with them living in New York City, being in their 20s and 30s. And they all have very different stories and, uh, you know, pretty different backgrounds. But at the same time, it all intersects and makes for great humor. It was always filmed uh, in front of a studio audience, from what I understand. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was, and you know, we were talking about this earlier, Grace. I think it was one of the, the last big sitcoms I can remember that had that feel. You know, that studio audience feel, or at least of the ones I watched a lot of. Because to me, Friends ends and we're kicked off into the office, right? And Mm -hmm. I didn't watch a bunch of other stuff, and I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of other stuff. But then Office and Parks and Rec, that had a very different feel, kind of like an on-location Did you watch those religiously? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the Office from from the beginning. Um, And that same friend, Jeff... Also had already introduced us to the Office BBC version, the one in the UK. And we watched that, and then it was as we were watching that, I remember him saying, like, this is being done here now. Hmm. So, funny how all that ties together. But, Friends is absolute greatness. Uh, It's ten seasons. You get so kind of tied into their lives. Yes. And you're part of it, and they do a really great job of keeping it Loose and funny, but also tying in real issues, uh, but like sitcom issues, which are generally like relationships or work conflict or roommate conflict, stuff like that. Didn't tackle a lot of really big issues, but I don't think that's Mm -hmm. what a, you know, 22 minute sitcom is for. for. No, I really don't. (laughs) And there are some that have successfully done that for sure. Uh, but nonetheless, it, uh, for the most part stayed pretty light and uh yes i think that's why it works and i think that's you know kind of why it holds up so tell when did you first watch friends and why let's see i first watched friends how many years ago years ago we'll say um i because guess four. four yeah i guess okay. about four years ago it was because we were going through this thing where you and mom were just showing us a new show on Netflix from your day. Yeah, back like, in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. I mean, some of them weren't that old. Like, I think first we might have done The Office yeah. and then Parks and Rec after or something like that. It was also Malcolm in the Middle, but that one we just kind of Fizzled. all forget about Fizzled. right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't think we even finished it. No. But, you know. I don't even know that that show ever finished. It may still be going. Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> no, but those three became kind of our rotation for a while. We don't really watch them anymore, but Friends was one of those shows, one of the big ones that we stuck with for a while. I think we, I feel like we watched it two or three times. Yeah. And, um, you know, another know. one I remember trying with y'all, and I think this is like, I remember I felt like the message from y'all was, okay, you went too far back in the time machine here. Oh. It was Cheers. Oh. Do you remember watching like six, yeah. at, and I was kind I of forcing like I y'all. That. Did I you? feel like I liked that one. Dylan hated it, though. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll revisit that one at some point. We'll try too. it. I can really remember that one because I, as, when I was a kid, I feel like Cheers 
was going into syndication already, meaning that there were reruns on all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just always remember watching episodes of Cheers. And uh, it's another really good one. Again, I, I it's not the level of Friends uh, for me, but um, nonetheless, I think uh, it was a good one as I well. I feel like the, wasn't the premise for Cheers kind of weird? Did it like all take place at that bar or whatever? Yep. All took okay. place at the bar. And really similar to Friends and any sitcom, I guess, for that matter, it followed about six, maybe seven key characters. Mm-hmm. Um, some much bigger than others, like the owner of the bar, Sam Malone, was Ted Danson. That was a really big character. And then kind of his sidekick was a big character, Stanley DeVito's wife. Mm-hmm. She'd be so offended. I don't know her <laughs> name. But I know that she's Danny DeVito's <laughs> wife. Um, and then so a few others, but good okay. show. So, um, the, you know, as we were also talking about friends, there are things I think it really ties to. And one of the reasons why I think it's so interesting with gen divide is that it did have the rebirth or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Netflix, you know, brought new life to friends. And I found a couple interesting things on that. So, um, Basically, in 2018, I believe, Netflix paid $100 million in order to uh, be able to stream Friends through the end of 2019. So, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Grace, guess guess what? It's It's not not on Netflix. It's not there anymore. We haven't been looking for it, so it really wasn't (laughs) something like... (laughs) We didn't notice. We didn't notice, but at some point, that would have happened because we'd have said, hey, let's watch this one. And we'd have went looking mm-hmm. and been all upset. Yeah. And I believe, if I understand correctly, that it is now on HBO Max, which is yet another streaming service. <sighs> and I believe that started just last month. No. Darn it. And we'll you never know, some have of, that one. Some of the shows I was trying to start on the CW went to HBO Max instead of Netflix. The ones that are, were already on Netflix just added their season to Netflix, but... Two of them went to HBO Max once it just started that year. I don't know that I know anything on CW, but I'll tell you, when you say CW, all I think is that all their shows are basically Twilight turned into TV shows. (laughs) Is that right? I mean, it's not too far (laughs) from it. (laughs) I really don't know what's on there. Is it a bunch of... Well, I... It is a lot of teen shows. Yeah. Riverdale is the CW. Ah. And then the other ones that I watch are the Arrowverse shows, which is Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl. There's also Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman, which went to HBO Max, sadly. So I don't think I'm going to Maybe we will have to get HBO Max. (sighs) Where are we going to drop? I'm protesting that. You want Hulu or HBO Max? I don't need either of them. Hulu has live sports. Mm, that's there true. There's no sports. But maybe it's coming back. Yeah. I'm hoping it's coming back. All right. The other thing that was real interesting was I was just thinking about how does Friends relate to some of the other topics that we've already discussed, like mm-hmm. high school. So they're not in high school, but we get a lot of flashbacks, primarily yes. for Monica, Rachel, and Chandler, right? Someone said the prom episode was their favorite moment oh man that's really that that's a great moment i had such a hard time trying to figure out what my favorite moment is but i think i (laughs) I finally figured it out 
but man, that is a great moment. That's a really great yes. moment. And that's such a, they nailed the throwback nostalgia because even at that time, so you think about, I don't know what season that was in, but, uh, you know, the dad's got the big VHS camcorder <laughs> and he's like, you know, getting oh. the shot of Ross coming down the stairs. Wait. I, I just remembered one of Chandler's lines. What was when, it? I, I think it was from this. When Monica was like, they were making fun of Monica because she was fat. And then she's like, the camera adds 10 pounds. <laughs> and then he says, how many cameras were on you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not oh, funny. Chandler's great. He is great. Oh. I can't believe he didn't win. Really. I know. I, I what were been they right thinking? I would have been right with you. I think you won. I would have won. Or he would have won. Excuse me. <laughs> you identify with Chandler I so identify much as Chandler. that you accidentally. May, and that should have been a question. Maybe the yes. question is, who do you identify with the most? That's or maybe that's the how they interpret it. That's one of the questions I have written down for you. Okay. Well, I just gave I you wish, the answer, so sorry. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow I'll add more and I'll say, which friend do you identify with? Sure. That would be good. The other one I thought about a lot was our episode on social media. Mm-hmm. In that if this thing were redone now or was, had it been done 20 years later, what would this have looked like? It would have been mm. a very different show with yes. heavy cell phone usage and social media. And I don't know that it translates quite as well. I think that's one of the great things about the show is it has this almost innocence in that regard that everything is kind of ha- has to be face-to-face. Everything mm-hmm. is kind of... You know, like, for instance, I think of some of the times when they're creeping on their neighbors from their apartment (laughs) window. Well, no one does that. That's on Facebook now. You find out that person's name and you go look at pictures of them on Facebook if you (laughs) want to know more about them. But they would kind of, you know, creep on people outside the window. Uh, There's just so many Mm -hmm. things where I think social media, it, it was in the perfect time as a entrance right before that. Yes. So that's good. The timing of that was really good. The other one was the fashion. And we talked about this or fashion style, clothing, whatever you want to call it. We talked about that in that Mm -hmm. episode was what's the impact of friends. And do we see some of that still existing Mm -hmm. or coming back, I guess would be the better way to say. I see a lot in the fashion. What would be the number one thing you see that when you see how they dress in friends, it kind of translates. Um, I guess a lot of the things Rachel would wear. Would be the main one. A little bit of Monica, too. And so Rachel probably being considered, she was at least, the perception was supposed to be that she was the highest styled yeah. one, right? Mm-hmm. She had she the She was style. the cool one. Yeah. She works at Nordstrom's <laughs> or wherever she worked. Where uh, was it? Bloomingdale? Something like that. One of those big highfalutin department stores, wasn't it? She was a was, purchaser or something. Uh, we should know I this. thought she just worked at the... Uh, Central Park for most of the time, and then she went to some big fashion. That's company. what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Which I one. feel like it was one. Those that are I'd the heard details of, like that just escaped me. Fancy one from like a really big like, one. Like the name yeah. of the guy is really big or something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But so I, again, I think that the timing of Friends being from 1994 to 2004 is so key to everything about it, in that it was right before the iPhone and mm-hmm. and social media boom. Internet was kind of already had a full head of steam, I guess, towards the end of Friends. Mm-hmm. But um, where was it? Did you look it up? 
Yes, Ralph Lauren. Oh yes. How did, how could we forget that? I don't know. I, I think I had Ralph. Else. I think I had Ralph Lauren cologne at one point, maybe oh. around the age of eighteen or nineteen. You were supposed to only put like two sprays on Grace, but I would oh, just no. cover myself, oh, no. cover myself in it. But I had to do it outside. Uh, your grandma, my mom, it would make her cough real bad because I'd put so much on. Oh my so I'd walk out the back. I'd carry it with me. I just left it on the back porch. And I mean, I'd put like 40 sprays and not like, oh my God, not like the sprays. So I'm like, trying to think of what show. How big we was, how big was the bottle and how long did it last well, you? It was probably fake from whatever the TJ Maxx of 1993 was. Oh, so was it like expensive or no? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I, I uh, think it was probably like, uh, it wasn't the green bottle. A lot of people from my generation are going to be picturing the mm-hmm. green polo cologne. Yeah. This was Ralph Lauren, I believe. And it may have been spelled slightly differently. Oh, like it was <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It may have, Ralph may have just been R-A-L-F. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, I would just go out TJ there. Max. I'd cover myself up in it. But I think part of that may have been because it was so cheap that it was mostly water. And so oh, by the so. time I got to the ladies or whatever... It Most of the smell had dissipated. <laughs> it was back to just my B.O. or whatever, oh. you know. Um, all right, so she worked at Ralph Lauren. I don't even know where we were going. I know I was just saying, I think the timing of Friends was perfect. They nailed it. It was a perfect time uh, for something like this, a relationship-driven mm-hmm. uh, 20- and 30-year-olds. Yeah, right place at the right time. Bingo. And I know one of the things we're going to talk about in a second is if they were to redo it. Yes. And I think that, you know, again, like some of those things we just talked about, it would be really interesting to see how they would have to tackle some of that. And maybe they should. You know, Netflix lost friends. Why not just do your own? Like, why not just do buddies? Buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Air Buddies? Yeah. Or, yeah, I guess that would make you think of yellow golden retrievers (laughs) or whatever, right? So maybe it's just homies? 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 Something like that? I don't know. Well, we can brainstorm that later. Mm-hmm. We'll work we with, will make Maybe it. we should take this to Netflix, our idea. Yes. And we just pitch it with the exact same pitch they took for uh, Friends. When yeah. the producers wanted to get Friends made, they went to NBC. And here, here it was. I've got it right here. Uh, this is, you know, you go in. They basically don't have, you know, they give you two minutes to make a pitch. So this was mm-hmm. it. It's about sex, love, relationships, careers, a time in your life when everything's possible. And it's about friendship because when you're single and in the city, your friends are your family. What a nice sentiment. We take that exactly, except for maybe we add, it's about sex, love, relationship, careers, Snapchat, and a time in your life when everything's (laughs) possible. (laughs) And it's about, Perfect. and it's they will about, never know. yeah, and it's about friendships and online dating because when you're single in the city, your friendships and online hookups are your family. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. I think we just did it. Uh, too bad we can't edit this out. Netflix has it now. No. Well, still Netflix, this is our <laughs> pitch. We want a hundred million. Thank you. But we'll settle for less. Contact us at gendividepodcast at <laughs> gmail.com. Which is also where any of you guys can. <laughs> yeah. um, what a great segue, if, Grace. Yes, if you guys have any recommendations or you have the money to make this a thing, 
then email us. I mean, why couldn't we just do this on YouTube right now? Oh, just make it a YouTube series? Yeah, that, buddies. Yeah. Why not? I think Lele what, Pons what, did something like that. What do like we that. call friends on Snapchat and um, Ticking Talk or any of these other social media? I think on TikTok it's just friends. Okay. Whenever you We're follow have to someone something and they else follow out. you. We're going to have to figure <laughs> we'll something else out. Maybe we spell friends differently or something. Mm, with a Maybe Z. That yes, that's a great <laughs> one. Several Zs. Or, or it could be a dollar <laughs> sign. Yeah. <I laughs> like, like Kesha. I love that even more. Gosh. That's geniuses. These are all our ideas. YouTube. Any of you. If you take this, we want mm-hmm. millions. All right. Very good. I love it. Um, what was the other thing? I can't remember. Uh, we've we've kind of yeah. shot off on several tangents, yeah. which is way more fun than sticking to the plan. Um, of course. But... All right. So let's get into some of the questions we have for each other. How about okay. that? And we'll just kind of go back let's and forth. Okay, so your favorite friend was Chandler, right? Correct. And if you could explain why in a sentence. Uh, witty. Uh, all right. So does it need to be a complete sentence? Or <laughs> no, just, it can okay. just be a bunch of Stream words. Stream of consciousness. Uh, witty sense of humor. That's it. Mm-hmm. And uh, He's witty, quick. Witty. Yeah. Witty. <laughs> now I'm trying to make it into one fun <laughs> on thing. But quick-witted sense of humor. And able to make every situation lighthearted and funny. So That's when something super what tense, I need. yes, exactly. That's I what know. both of us need. That's why we're the same. Is yes. that we need? So our sidekicks in life, <laughs> and my best friend growing Chandler. up was this perfectly. Uh, is you know you need like I need someone to take the tension out of the room. I, I know. I, I don't like I don't, tension. I don't. I don't think I have that. I like All to laugh. I feel like everyone. I've met just takes things too seriously. They're bringing tension? Or they don't... Yeah. They bring tension or maybe they just don't feel comfortable making a joke because everyone else is so serious. You know, Dylan's Dylan's a pretty good balance in that regard, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe that's why Head Depends. Cannon and Loose Cannon has had so much success early. <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's awesome. But I think that's, again, while... You know, you guys are so so close. Uh, there is yeah. a little bit of a balance there. Mm-hmm. She does make most things funny. Mm-hmm. And so it depends do, on her mood, I guess. Yeah, and you've got a lot more yeah. of that than you think. But it's nice to have a person like. And again, that's what his role is on the show. Mm-hmm. But he kind of brings humor to every situation. Mm-hmm. One of okay. my questions now. Yes. So if you. Um, if we were recasting, or no, how do I want to say this? Okay, we're going back to episode one, season one. Okay. And we're fast-forwarding your life about seven years. You're out of college, and you're taking on one of their roles in the real world. So there's going to be six oh, friends, okay. three guys, three girls. For the sake of this, let's say you have to take one of the girls' roles. Okay. okay. Just like their whole... Yeah, you're coming out. Or college Just, or whatever's going okay. on in their life is their story. your life. Okay, let's think about it. Obviously, you're not going to pick Phoebe Mon- because she's not going to pick Phoebe. <laughs> I don't think so. Rachel or Monica? Ooh, Rachel starts by being a runaway bride, running out. 
clueless <laughs> runaway bride, kind of. I mean, she's a very yes. naive character early on. Yeah, she has to get hit in the head with a few bricks, I but, feel like. Yeah, but if there was a, like the NBA gives away the most improved player of the year, if there was mm-hmm. a most improved, like, player on mm-hmm. on Friends, yes. I think it would be Rachel for the course of the whole thing, right? I mean, she grew the and, most. Yeah, and she kind she didn't she get like her dream job at the end? Yeah, maybe because she, you know, persevered. Wasn't there also she was supposed to go to Paris, but she didn't? Yeah, I can't remember what happened there. Something like to that. do with Ross. I feel like it was Ross. Ugh. Yeah, I I don't I don't want that. So I think I'm going to have to go with Monica. Going with Monica. So you're going to have Ross as your brother, which is mm-hmm. okay. That's uh, fine. Yeah. Monica, very black yeah. and white, OCD, mm-hmm. ADD. Yeah. She's got a lot of those things. Uh, I do like Rachel and Ross, just yeah. not together. So, so it's not going to be What if you bad. almost think about it from the way we were just talking? Like, who do you want in your life as your two best friends? Do you want Rachel and Phoebe as your two best friends <laughs> in that case? Because then think. Know. Then think. Oh. Phoebe brings what you were just talking about. Phoebe is, to some degree, she's the closest thing to the female Chandler on the show. Mm-hmm. She kind of brings a very, like, basic, yeah. elementary way of looking at everything. She's just oftentimes mm-hmm. like, well, who cares, you know? Yeah. It's life. At least it's yeah. not I your mother being shot or shooting herself I know. or whatever. That, I don't like that. I don't like when she does that. It's yeah. A little over uh, the top. So you're going to take Monica. <laughs> yes. I think that's a good fit. I like it a lot. All right, your question. Okay, so you already told me your least favorite was Phoebe just because she didn't, I don't know, there was just a little lack compared to the other characters. Um, what is your ranking? It doesn't Ooh. have to be like a final thing, but okay, basic. I'll do my quick ranking and this is tough and a lot of this is probably going to be influenced by where we're at in the moment right now but are you ready and then hey my follow-up question is going to be the same thing to you okay uh chandler rachel joey monica ross phoebe chandler rachel Rachel, joey Joey, monica Monica, ross phoebe yep Hmm, okay interesting Mine would be Chandler, Monica, Joey, and then, gosh, think, think, think. Okay, Ross, then Rachel, then Phoebe. Okay, wow. So Ross and Rachel are a big separation for us. I have her two, you have her five. We both have the Mm -hmm. same one in six. Yes. Uh, And then the, the middles are... Basically the same. They're just out of order, three, four, and mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. I screwed that up yeah. somehow. But Ross and Rachel, <laughs> very interchangeable in those spots, I think. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I like the rankings there. It's back to you mm-hmm. now because I just I spun okay, that yeah, right you back spun at you. It right back. I at may me. do that with the rest <laughs> of questions from here on out. <laughs> okay. So, like, when this was airing. Um, I guess, how many people did you know that watched it? A lot. I would say, so again, my age, when I can remember my the, the, the height of my watching 
consistency would have been probably in 2000 and 2000, 2000 through 2002. So you think about that. That would have mm-hmm. been season seven, eight, nine, or really yeah. towards the end, I guess, you know, uh, or mm-hmm. maybe even starting in season six. Um, I would say Friday at work. And at that time in my life, I'm similar age and everything going on is similar, you know, to not really like the things they're experiencing in terms of, you know, they had a lot different setting in New York City. But some of the things you're just dealing with in life at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, other friends getting married, friends having babies, uh, friends getting divorces, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, three, so three divorces, maybe. No, I don't think I had any friends uh. by that point that already had three divorces, <laughs> but, um, I would say Thursday nights came on, I would say Friday working with, a, I worked with a ton of people that were the same age group. A lot of us were right out of college to 30. Mm-hmm. So you think about like 23 to 30, I would bet 80% of them the next day had, were talking about it and had watched it the okay. night before. So it was insanely popular. Did you engage in that conversation? Oh yeah. Big time, big time, especially because again, my Jeff was my best friend at work. Um, and sat right by me. So we would kind of talk about it. And then there were a lot of people on our team right around us that would talk about it as well. And then you might sit with someone different around lunch. They would talk about it. So it was, it was definitely a big part. And a lot of that goes back to though, Grace, that it was a controlled experience. And by that Mm -hmm. it was on NBC on Thursday night. You didn't get to just binge watch 20 episodes, you know, and that goes back to what we're missing now, Uh, whether it be with friends or like going to something like Ozarks or whatever. Some of these other shows. Well, when they release them, Netflix releases all 12 episodes. So Colby might watch six episodes the night it comes out. I watch one. Uh, Another friend might watch two. Another friend might watch the whole season. Well, we can't really talk about it the next day, can we? I mean, we can Mm-mm. maybe all talk about the opening scene, but then <laughs> I only watched one episode, guys. Shut up. I don't want to hear anything else, oh, you know? Gosh. And then, so it does. And that, that, that was such a fun experience. It was a social mm-hmm. experience because of the way that it was a controlled release. Everyone yeah. watched it together on Thursday nights. That's and nice. then there was no Twitter. There was no Facebook. There was none of that to where you could immediately take to Twitter. And I mean, I remember going through, you know, watching walking dead a couple years ago live. And as soon as the episode was over, Twitter was lit up with stuff going on. It's just like everyone's mm-hmm. having those conversations online. Uh, kind of yes. makes you wonder the next day, did they have anything else to talk about with their friends and, you know, face to face? I don't know. I know. I, I watch Riverdale. As you know, as it comes and- out, or is yes. it streaming? Okay. This past season, well, anyway, I started it when they had put it on Netflix. The first time I started it, it was, I just watched season one. I binged it over like a weekend. It was only 13 or 10 episodes, I think. And then I started season two with like everyone else while it was on it, like coming on air. And then I quit because it was too scary. And then last summer, me and Dylan watched all the way through season three. And then I watched season four as it was coming out. So 
and I I don't think I talked to my, many people about it in real life, or at least the As conversations the conversations didn't go that far. And actually, I don't know. Most of my friends were just waiting for it to come out on Netflix. Which was kind of annoying, considering I was watching it as it was going, and then no one else knew what was going on. Um, where was I going with this? Um, Just kind of the experience, right? The, the viewing experience, oh, social experience. Yes, it. and I would go on Instagram, and I think one of the people I follow that has an account dedicated to Riverdale, they're like from Brazil or something, and so that's fun. I get to interact with people from all over the world. That is of, really neat. Yeah. And that, that, that's a great plus of the way it is right now because the audience and the people you're having that conversation with is so much larger. Uh, the closest thing I had to that was watching Walking Dead as it was coming out. And mm-hmm. a little bit with Breaking Bad. Towards the very end, we watched all those live as they came out. But um, And even then, I wasn't that uh that active on twitter and definitely not on mm-hmm. instagram but i was on twitter and then i i can also remember though having the uh mentality of your friends that you were just talking about grace where it was yeah. like uh one of the seasons of walking dead i decided i don't like watching it once a week <laughs> i'm going to wait and i'm going to oh. stream it and i'm going to watch all 16 episodes in two nights or whatever Darn it. So then I had to completely get off Twitter. And some of the people that worked at Ink and Stitch were watching it. And I had to be like, hey, don't talk about it. Don't ruin it for me <laughs> oh or God. whatever. Or I'll fire you. And then it kind of happened because one of the major characters was killed off. Mm-hmm. And I was like really fighting to not know who it was because I wanted to experience <laughs> it and have that same moment. So, again, just silliness kind mm-hmm. of in the way we're treating this right now. But... Again, there's all kind of advantages. It goes back to the whole Netflix blockbuster thing too, right? In that the convenience of the mm-hmm. way we release shows now on Netflix and Hulu and all those types of streaming platforms, outstanding. Go about it at the pace you want to go about it at. I get it. But what's missing, similar to going into the video store and fighting with a guy over Jodie Foster's contact, <laughs> is the experience, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is like that that experience. So – and. It, I mean, I feel like that's going to be an overriding deal with most of the stuff we talk about. But um, it was a very different way of watching any of this, you know. In fact, what we should do, I wish there was a really great show that you guys haven't already watched from back then. And we should watch it every Thursday night. (laughs) You know what I mean? And only watch it on Thursday nights and make y'all... You know, kind of, and it was yeah, even, it was good on sitcoms, you know, and there were a few cliffhangers on Friends where an episode mm-hmm. would end and you'd be like, what? You know, you can't wait to see what happens. On some of those more dramatic shows like Breaking Bad, uh, Dexter, uh, Sopranos, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I can't imagine having to wait a week <laughs> or in the case of like Breaking Bad in that final season, waiting the week was crazy, you know, just mm-hmm. like, where well, I got to know, you know, I need to know. Well, for me in this past season of Riverdale, it was just like I was dying to know what happened, but so was my friend from Brazil. Yeah, so you're all in this together. Yeah, we would theorize about it. It was tons of fun. And that was the beauty of it, I think, back then. Even with sitcoms that were fun and light like Friends, Mm -hmm. um, it was definitely there. How many more questions do you have? 
Um, just one. Just one. So let's jump to that because my next question would be relating to the Instagram question of what was your favorite episode or moment. So why don't we do your question okay. and then we'll both answer that question and go to the go to the feedback from the online. All right. So were you able to relate to these characters, maybe like some more than others, or was it just like a general being that age type thing where you could relate to them? Or was there one that you definitely identified with the most? Um, I think if I, you know, take that backwards, identified with the most, I, I wanted to be more like Chandler, but I was probably Mm -hmm. a lot more like Ross. Um, (laughs) And to this day, that's probably the case. But I think I always saw the value, even as a young man and even probably as a teenager, in being able to lighten the mood. And -hmm. I think that's how I still function a lot. And I don't know that that's a great way all the time, but in the face of conflict or confrontation or whatever, I'm kind of the Chandler in that I try and find a way to lighten everything and bring it down. And that's probably something where I relate it so much to Chandler but I also kind of saw like the value and I kind of saw, oh man, look at how he just like spun this whole thing to where we're all laughing now. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, yes. So I think I'm a blend of those two. Yeah. I think when you're in a really good mood, you're Chandler, but when you're just like a little <laughs> bit grumpy, you're like angry Ross. Angry Ross. And, and it's nowhere, so upsetting. And when I have food, I'm like Joey. I would say, right? <laughs> I don't yeah. share. I want large <laughs> portions and I want a lot of food. Um, and I don't know. We all, and, you know, I was thinking about this with the characters, like, you know, with the guys. We probably mm-hmm. all need to strive to be more like Joey. I mean, mm-hmm. Joey was like the best friend of all of I them. Know. I, I mean, like he, he was... always dropped whatever you, he was doing and helped somebody. Uh, now, he took every handout that you could get. And, like, yeah. you know, there's the point where Chandler doesn't Chandler go back and add up how much he's given <laughs> Joey over the years? And it's like <laughs> thousands like of dollars or oh whatever. Oh my gosh. Uh, but I believe Joey makes it right. And Joey's mm-hmm. just always there. I mean, Joey is always there. He's always positive. There's a few moments where you get to see like anxious Joey uh, yeah. or negative Joey, but it's pretty rare on the show overall. I, I mean, know. you definitely see it out of everyone else more. He's um, definitely the most caring, I would say. Bingo. Kind. Yeah. I guess just like generally kind yeah. is the most. And even at the end, I feel like, or not the end, but towards the end when he kind of falls for Rachel. Oh, yeah. That that even feels to me like not sympathy, like he's falling for. Uh, yeah, like but maybe you know she, I mean? she was like a, what's the phrase? Like a little she wounded bird. Yeah, she was hurt. Needed someone to tell her you're beautiful, you're worth love, Mm -hmm. I love you. And I think it dawned on him kind of after he's going down that path with her that he really did fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. And then um, we all know how that goes. (laughs) Freaking Um, Ross. But, uh, yeah, I don't... So I would say as far as who I relate with, it'd be those two. I relate much more with Chandler, but I probably have a lot more Ross in me than I want to (laughs) acknowledge. Um, and then as far as how I relate it to the experiences and things going on in the show, I would say the big life experience stuff. Yes. The living in New mm-hmm. York city, which is really not even that accurate as to how they portray it on the show and is really not even that central to it. 
Um, no, but, um, yeah, I would say it's very relatable for anyone at that point in your life. You're going mm-hmm. through a lot of those same things, whether it be work related, trying to find a job, start a career, falling in love, relationships, friendships, uh, holidays, still kind of having mm-hmm. looming parents that are very involved in your life and kind of there to bail you out. But at the same time, you know, trying to move yeah. on with what they're doing. So it was very relatable for sure. Um, and just, you know, again, perfect. And that's probably why I also I think so highly of it is because my, my, my years almost lined up pretty well with what they yeah. were going on for sure. That's nice. All right. So do we want to get to favorite moment, favorite episode? And should we start with us or should we end with us? We'll end with us. End with us. Okay. Because I'm afraid one of our, one of our, uh, uh, Instagram, you know, whatever followers or Facebook followers is going to steal my moment, <laughs> but that's okay. Right. Yeah. Deal with it. I mean, so they might, no one answered this question on Facebook. Oh no. In fact, the only answer is really a spoof on the fact that every episode was named the one where, mm-hmm. and that Melanie McGee says the one where Christy green joins CrossFit. Oh, <laughs> isn't that cute? So yes. Melanie, of course, does CrossFit at the same gym as me, and she is Christy Green. Is like on we put point yeah. values on getting people to start CrossFit, mm-hmm. and Christy's worth a lot of points. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> about course. that. But we of always course. joke about someday Christy's okay. going to walk through the door. Uh, well, she and also, Alan. She also and answered Alan. it on Instagram. Did she answer it seriously? Yes, it was when Rachel and Chandler ate cheesecake off of the floor. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really that's good one. Really good. I love that moment too. A lot of people said the pivot moment. I don't want to say it like him. Um, pivot. Pivot. And let's see. The Thanksgiving football game. Yeah, is what Alan Green said. Really. Yeah. He's such that a kind of fun. wholesome man. Wholesome. You know, that was such a wholesome <laughs> moment. Was it? I don't know. I uh, really. I feel like it was. It was very Probably. competitive, right? Yes, and they it kind was. of, Monica goes over the top, as you would predict. And yeah. Doesn't it become very much a Monica Ross thing? M- maybe. maybe. I don't know. Was, was it the girls versus the guys, or did they kind of even it out? Because I feel like Rachel and Phoebe kind of quit off a bit and Monica had to slap him in the head. Don't get me lying, but I believe it was girls versus guys. (laughs) Um, someone also said we were on a break. Mm. Um, (laughs) let's see. Oh, this one, which I guess I'll go ahead and spoil it is also my favorite. Okay. Two people said this in different ways. Someone said when the girls lose the apartment. Yeah. And, Mom actually said, he's a transponster, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> a transponster. He's a, he's a transponster. I remember when that happened, and even now when I've rewatched it with y'all, thinking like, if I ever see a job online called the transponster, I will fight so hard for that job. Oh. Even if it's minimum wage. In the middle of nowhere, I want to be a transponder. I think mom said she actually went back and watched it. And, like, 
it's like the time ticks down after Rachel says transponster. <laughs> and then Monica's like, no! Because <laughs> <Yes>, she lost. <laughs> and that's also the Chenandler bong moment, mm. right? In the trivia? Isn't yeah. that one of the trivia it's questions? Also that one. Yeah. Oh, what else? Okay. Any others we get from our online? I, I just looked up transponster and everything is friends related. Is friends. Oh. I don't know. That's probably not a real thing. <laughs> That's probably that was the joke. That, that wasn't said, even hey, a thing. That said, if the Gin Divide podcast ever gets big enough where we need to hire an assistant, we'll the title of that will be a transponster. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Okay. Write that down because I'm almost willing to go in debt just to say we hired a transponster. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Transponster. Uh, I'm not even sure I'm spelling it right. We'll work on that part later. Okay. What else? Here's a great Monica moment. I love the one where Monica allows them to decorate the tree but spins it around. Yes. Who, I who love said that? that? Are um, we allowed to give names from Instagram? Or are they all private? It's mom's boss. So Leah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're I mean, to say Leah Clark. Yeah, but I maybe she didn't want that. Maybe you just got mom fired. No, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but no, that's good. Any others? Um, oh, when Phoebe finds out about Chandler and Monica and yep. from like Ross's apartment, she starts screaming, Oh my God. Yes. And then Rachel's like, stop, be quiet, be quiet. Well, do you remember what happens after that? That's one of my favorite moments is doesn't Chandler trying to, doesn't Chandler try to explain off that he just kisses people? Now and then Something. Phoebe kisses him. Yeah. Phoebe kisses him and he's kinda you know, it's perfect Chandler, like he's all tensed and his eyes are wide open while they're kissing. And Phoebe's eyes are open as well. I'm looking at a picture of it now. That is a really great one. Um Yeah, it says especially after Phoebe and Chandler share a kiss, akin akin to Michael and Oscar's on the office. <laughs> yes. And it was very much like that. They were both just like completely tensed up. Fighting it, but at the same time, you know, pushing forward. Yes. Let's see. Ashley Ingram said the prom episode, which I mentioned earlier, but also, or when Ross gets a spray tan. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That also reminds me of when Ross got those leather pants. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> Poor Ross. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite moment, my favorite one. And I went back and rewatched that today. Uh, and I laughed so hard rewatching that. And I remember sitting in my office, I'm laughing, but I'm watching it and listening to it through my headphones. And I'm just thinking like, what are they thinking out there right now? Because I was loud. I couldn't stop from, from laughing about what was going on. The spray tan one. Uh, I thought of that just the other day, Grace and I stained the fence for those of you listening with our neighbor, uh, Michael and Kayla McComas's, um, Spray. Yeah. And so as we were doing that, it's a gradual process, <laughs> but we were terrible. about 20 shades darker. I know. It it looked like we just got a bad spray tan. It did look like that. It kind of looked like Ross's because it was very much one-sided. It was all up, <laughs> it was all up the front of us, I except know. for on my legs. It was a little bit ba- on the back of my calves, I guess, mm-hmm. area, but... The um and the the greatest part of that moment was Grace is that we didn't really realize how dark we were mm-hmm. until one of us removed something. Yes. So like for me, I took my hat off, <laughs> and I'll never forget the look on your face because my forehead was, was my half. was my normal color, and then there was a direct line of where all this stain 
had been blowing back on our face as we were going. That should have been a Friends episode, probably. The one where they stained the fence. (laughs) The one where they stained the fence. But I thought about Ross's tan in that moment. And especially because his is very Mm one-sided, just like you said. Yeah, I thought of that moment, but I didn't... Like, I didn't think in my head about it being Friends or Ross at all. I just remember I just remember this one time when someone got a spray tan, and then, like, it wasn't working, and so they, like, did both si- one side twice, and it just looked really bad. That's when you know a <laughs> yes. sitcom has just, it's like, it's residing in your brain now. You don't even know, like, <laughs> what's know. going on. There's just, hmm. you're kind of confused. Was that real, or was that a TV show? Um, but no, that, that's a great moment. The... the so the episode of mine is the one with all the resolutions and Ross vows to do things he's never done. And one of those things is wearing hot, sticky leather pants on a first date. And that scene with the baby powder and he's trapped in the bathroom with his phone and the date with the girl who, I mean, everything (laughs) had gone so well up to that moment, (laughs) you know, Uh, and then he couldn't get his leather pants back up. Jeez. It was so great. That is so awesome. Did he call Joey or Chandler? I believe I he was... may have called, and there may have been more than one person on the other end of the line. You know, yeah. like he called the apartment. Yeah. And it was like Monica was there, but also, so that was season five. So I don't think Chandler Monica was quite a thing yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely, I remember I the like... phone call. Yeah, I feel like Joey told him to do the baby powder and then like something else. Maybe like first it might have been water or lotion yeah. to make them slide on. And then he's like, put baby powder on it to dry it. So he's just got this wet mess. <laughs> oh, God. And it's all over his hands. It's in his hair and all over uh, the pants. Just like that stain was. It was in my hair and it yes, was terrible. That's exactly right. We've had so many Ross moments. Lately. Yeah, we're we're so alike with yes. Ross. Uh, but I think that's one that's one worth going back rewatching. Mm-hmm. The one the pivot moment is funnier. I wa- I rewatched that today too. That's funnier than I thought. Uh, the one that was in my head, and I rewatched mm-hmm. it again today too. And then I kind of thought, I, but I've always really liked the moment when Ross requests the song for Rachel. Every breath mm-hmm. you take comes on. The DJ says, this is from Ross to Rachel, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then Rachel calls the radio station while it's playing. And the DJ cuts the song <laughs> off. She's like, hey, Ross, Rachel just called. <laughs> oh and gosh. just spins it back on him. Yeah. And that felt like such a timeless type of thing. Mm-hmm. I never heard that really happen. I'm not, and, but I have to think it really did happen before yes. similar to that. So I was looking at a, a few articles that rank the greatest episodes of all time. And these aren't same funniest. I will say this. Uh, The number one, this is from Mashable. And what they did was, I believe they took several different lists and kind of helped compile. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Plus have their own writer kind of weighing in on this. But it's the one with the proposal. So it's the one Monica and Chandler got down on one knee to propose to each other. Uh, Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. So that was number one. I'll just go through the top ten here real quick. Number two was the one where Ross finds out, and it's the one where they share the kiss. He goes back, and it's raining, and he like is standing at the door of the Central Perk. Remember that? She opens it, and they kiss. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, the one with Joey's new brain, which I had to go kind of look at this one. <laughs> 
But this one had a lot of good stuff because the new brain thing ties to Dr. Drake Ramore. Yes. Says the main plot of this episode is that Joey is asked to semi-reprise his role of Dr. Drake Ramore on Days of Our Lives. Longtime character receives a brain transplant. Um, also has some big moments. Ross plays Celebration by cooling the Gang on the bagpipes, which that's a very <laughs> good moment to go back and rewatch as well. Uh, number four, the one where everybody finds out. So that's the one where Phoebe finds out. Uh, and Phoebe and Chandler have the awkward kiss. <laughs> uh, number five is the one with the embryos from season four, where Ross mediates and judges a Jeopardy-style competition that tests Rachel and Monica's knowledge of Chandler and Joey and vice versa. And, of course, that's the one where we find out about Chandler Bong. Um, <laughs> and the transponsters. Is that? Now I think we're... Yeah, that's right. It is. The transponsters. That's all in the <laughs> same one. Okay. Uh, number six, the one with the prom video. So Ashley Ingram's yes. favorite. Number seven, the, the one with Ross's tan. Number eight, the one where Ross is fine. Um, it's that I thought the write up on this was good. It says the plot line that seems a, like a strange hail Mary from an alternative universe. Ross kisses Charlie, Joey's ex girlfriend and Joey kisses Rachel. Uh, chaos ensues as Ross who insists mm -hmm. he's fine invites the other new couple over for a double date. Uh, number oh, nine, right, right, right. the one with Unagi from season six. And then number 10, the one I said, the one with all the resolutions with the leather pants. So pretty good list. As I looked around, there were some of those that definitely related uh, and were on several. Mm -hmm. And then, but, and I would say they did a pretty good job because a lot of the, the lists I saw had all those within like their top 20, you know, somewhere. Yeah. So pretty good job of compiling it all for sure. So there you go. I thought the feedback on this, the story was great. That was excellent. I think uh -huh. we got a lot of feedback. We need to keep that going uh, with things that we're doing. Grace, how long do you think we've been podcasting? Um, an hour? One hour and 13 minutes. Uh, Is this going to be our new longest podcast? Maybe. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. It's Are we friends. still going to give our recasting? Yes, let's do it real quick. So one of the other fun things with this we talked about was if Friends were redone right now and it had to be recast with actors that would fit within that, you know, age range. Yes, and the age range you gave me, I took it kind of loosely. Yeah, me too, very I, loosely. The range is 18 to 31. 18 to 31. I think yes. that might fit with me. I, have, I might have a few that don't quite fall in there. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell you what, why don't you give yours first and then I'll follow up with mine. Okay. All right. So I'll start with Rachel. Okay. I casted Zendaya as Rachel, which hear me out on this. She's known for her Disney shows and now Euphoria. She's the star of that show. And I feel like her character on the Disney show, Shake It Up, has a bit in common with Rachel with like the a bit of this like panicky anxious feeling and like a little bit hyper and like uh i guess i, I think you're saying her name wrong what i think it's zendaya no it's zendaya <laughs> listen it is zendaya bill simmons Stop. says zendaya no he was wrong his daughter even corrected him <laughs> i remember when we when you show me that too well until i hear so hear it bill is, simmons say it right i'm sticking with Z it is zendaya. zendaya 
It is Zendaya. Okay, I like that one, though. So, Very good actress. Yes. She's who is she going to be? Rachel. Rachel, okay. Yeah, because I feel like one of her old old roles kind of feels like that. And I think you might... I don't know. Zendaya has this very mature look about her now. And the fact that I'm relating Rachel to her, one of her Disney Channel roles maybe gives me the vibe that she's trying to move away from that. So, but I don't know. It's it's Rachel Green. I don't think it would take too much convincing. So, do you want to give your Rachel or do you want me to finish? I want you to finish. Okay. So, for Monica... I don't think we're going to have any overlap. Okay. <laughs> For Monica, I casted Rowan Blanchard. She's known for Girl Meets World. She was Riley, and she's the one that's 18 right now. And I I casted her because, I guess, just be the brunette thing. She has dark hair at first. But then I felt like she could kind of take on this role. And I w- it's very different from Riley, but I think she could do it. I, I feel like, like she's taken more serious roles. And for Phoebe, I casted Melissa Benoist, who is my favorite actress. She's known for Glee and Supergirl now, one of those CW shows I mentioned. She was, she's the one that's 31, which it feels like she's younger, but whatever. Um, as I've said, Phoebe is my least favorite. I feel like Melissa would bring us just like minor changes to Phoebe that might make me like her more, and just the fact that it's Melissa. So that's why I chose her. They're also both blonde, so I thought, why not? Like it. Ross, this is the one I'm probably most unsure about, but I said Cole Sprouse. He's known for Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on Disney, and Riverdale now is what he's on. I feel like I've seen him do something like a Ross sort of impression as like a joke in an interview. So for this one, I'm mainly just curious to see how he would play Ross. Um... Yeah, I feel like he would do some changes, too. No doubt. And for Joey, I casted Noah Centineo because I feel like the characters he's played, or at least the into all the boys I've loved before, I feel like that's mainly what people know him from. Uh, I feel like that character is pretty similar to Joey's aesthetic, so I think it he could pull that off. Chandler, I chose Timothy Chalamet. Most people, I think, know him from Call Me By Your Name. I know him from the 2019 film adaptation of Little Woman, and I feel like he would n- nail the small like mannerisms and lankiness almost of Chandler, just the way they move, I guess. I like it. I feel like I didn't know the majority of yours once we got past Zendaya. Oh, <laughs> uh, Zendaya. Uh, but I think you're going to know all of mine. Yay! All of mine, and I'll tell you what. I... Even did a Gunther. I picked a I, Gunther. <laughs> I thought about that. I didn't. I right. didn't. Are you ready? Ready. Now, I, I think you may have seen this coming, kind of. Okay. But I'm taking all. Um, I, I, did, I had a little more fun in oh. that I invoked a different rule, and all of the new friends characters are made up of. Actors and actresses from Stranger Things. Okay. So I did this. You ready? Here we go. I'm, I'm going to give it to you real quick. Monica is played by Millie Bobby Brown, who was 11. Mm-hmm. I feel like Monica gets very serious. Angry, and obviously, serious yeah, I feel face. like there's points where I feel like Monica could have blood dripping out of her nose <laughs> because she's so angry because yes. someone didn't clean something. So I thought that one would work. Uh, Rachel is going to be played by Max. 
Um, although I think Max has a lot more street smarts mm-hmm. in Stranger Things. I think she could adapt to that character really well. I've got uh, Phoebe being played by Nancy. Uh, okay. And both of those could kind of switch. And I call them Nancy. That's that's her name <laughs> on the show. Nancy is Natalia Dwyer. Max is Sadie Sink, uh, mm-hmm. are the actresses. Yeah, names. I was wondering if I, I should interject with their names. But... I'll do it from here on out. <laughs> okay. I've got those two. But I think I just, like, does anyone really know their real names? You know I, what I mean? Yes. I think Millie Bobby Brown's been on the shows enough. But okay. And so I'm wrong on that. All right. <laughs> I mean, now, the guys, this is where it got kind of tough. But. Uh, Joey, I'm doing Dustin, who was uh, played by Gaten something. I can't remember his last name. (laughs) I apologize. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. But he's kind of the, he's the one that went to space camp or whatever it was, uh, has the lisp, uh, just seems Mm -hmm. like to me fits with Joey and that he was always happy, always happy. Yeah. Good friend. Um, the, um, let me see. Ross. I have played by Steve Harrington, who okay. is Joe okay. Keery. Um, and I kind of just felt like that uh, could be a good blend there. Uh, pull that off of there real quick. But Steve has some you know, similar serious moments. He's also a little mm-hmm. high strung from time to time. Yeah. Especially that time he kills that thing with the baseball bat <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and then great. who am I missing? Oh, Chandler. Chandler. I was kind of going back and forth on this, but I ended up going with Lucas. Oh, um, okay. And Lucas is played by Caleb McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I just kind of felt with wh- who I had left. I definitely, and, and I guess I'll get right to that. Um, Will is Gunther. <laughs> no. Don't you think? Will's Gunther. Th- that's. Uh, so Will being uh, the one that gets taken uh, upside down. Yes. Will Byers played by Noah, Noah Schnapp. Schnapp. And so there you go. I just kind of kept it all within the same container. And I just decided whoever is doing Stranger Things for mm-hmm. Netflix right now should remake it. But with our twist, give us yes. part of the money for having the idea. And we you've already got these guys in the house right now. Yeah. Well, not right now. But when you they, record... <laughs> Uh, season four of Stranger Things, Just you have pitch them do it to a them. little bit of friends. I guarantee you they're going to love the idea. They'll love it. Millie would be like, I'm on it. And I, I think you can kind of do some weird crossover stuff where Millie gets angry and her nose starts bleeding as Monica. Yeah, it's just like a fun little inside joke. Yes, a fun little inside joke. <laughs> Except, I don't know. It's probably not that inside. Yeah, who knows? Whatever. Well, now we're at an hour 22, Grace, but that was fun. I I think that part was necessary because we both kind of prepared for that. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad we didn't leave that out. So really fun podcast, uh, fun episode. I hope everyone has enjoyed this one. Um, The uh, next few episodes are kind of already laid out. Next week, we're going to have two of them. We'll have one where we have a special guest on. Uh, and I guess we can go ahead and say who that is, and I hope they don't change their oh, minds no. or anything. But Are it we? is the uh, Bridgeport Chief of Police, Steve Stanford, is going to join us to talk about everything Gen Divide, not just necessarily being the Chief of Police and and uh, what's going on with uh, what if he the texts you right now saying he's out? Yeah, he may very well do that. Of course, <laughs> he can't hear this right now, but he could very well still text me and say I'm out. Uh, so that could always change, obviously, as any of this could. Mm-hmm. And then also next week, we're going to record with your mom where we are reviewing the albums. And those albums are... 
The Pains of Growing by Alessia Cara, and She's So Unusual by Cindy Lauper. Yeah, so go check out our Spotify playlist. It's under Gen Divide Current or Gen Divide All Time, I believe, right? You can find those. Gen Divide All Music. All Music, yeah. That's got every album we've ever done, and then Current has those Mm -hmm. too. So if you want to listen along with those. And then that following week, we're going to do another movie review with the movie Genius. We'll be reviewing Rad. Which was a BMX bicycle gang Uh movie, maybe. Mm -hmm. I've never watched Rad, so this is going to be a fun experience for me. (laughs) Well, of course, I go through that, and if I, I probably did, but I just don't have any recollection of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we've got a few other guests lined up for episodes after that, but we'll get to that once we kind of secure them. So uh, this was a fun one tonight. I hope it inspired some of you to go back, think about the characters of friends, think about how you related to their lives and how they were part of yours, maybe. Um, and maybe go know. back and, you know, maybe this is going to spur some business for HBO Max because people are going to be like, I need no. it. I need it right now. Why are you so against it? I, I'm protesting it. I, I want it to fail now. <laughs> Why? Because it has the shows I want to watch, well, and I don't want to pay for that. We'll I want them it. to be on Netflix. Oh, which we also pay for. You realize that no, it's not I realize, free. But we already. But I'm not getting. We're not going to get rid of Netflix just for HBO Max. No, we'll have to get rid of something extra. else. We'll get rid of one of the dogs. No. no. <laughs> okay. We'll 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 talk about it. We'll negotiate that down, and we'll get HBO Max. But <laughs> I hope it's gotten some people want to go back and relive some of those moments mm-hmm. of the Friends episodes and everything. And if you do have stuff, even if you didn't get uh, your comments into us on Instagram or Facebook beforehand, feel free to shoot us a line at gendividepodcast at gmail.com or comment when we post this out on uh, Facebook and Instagram with some of your memories from from the uh, sitcom or any specific mm-hmm. episodes. Don't forget to check out my other podcast with Dylan Heiler, Head Cannon, and Loose Cannons in our Friends episodes. Yeah, so you've got one down in the books looking at the ladies mm-hmm. of Friends, and next you'll be looking at the guys of Friends, probably yes. recording that maybe over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. That sounds exciting. So a lot to look forward to here. We want to thank everybody for listening. We're getting... Uh, loving the feedback that we're getting. Again, we would urge any of you, if you have an opportunity, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and then also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We really appreciate all the encouragement and all the kind words, though, that everyone uh, is sharing on those pl- platforms as well as face-to-face. Uh, but for now, we'll go ahead and sign off on the one all about friends. This is Scott. This is Grace. Peace.